Today is Friday, July 29th, 2022, and Republicans destroy Democrats in Congressional Baseball Game 10-0, a sign of things to come in November? We think so. Joe Biden met with 14 of Hunter Biden's business associates, treason, and Biden plummeted to 19% with Hispanic voters. Si, se puede. What do you do when you call people tacos, burritos, and chalupas? My name is Benny Johnson. And this is The Benny Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we just want to say thank you. It's Friday. We have Good News Friday on the show where we try and put all the good news of the week that you might have missed or there might have been some other bombshells, heinous, awful allegations. We slipped into a recession as a country this week. For instance, there are always bad stories to cover, but we try to be the news company and the news format where you can see an uplifting story from your country. We need more of that. We need to tell more stories about how great of a country we are and how wonderful of a people we are and how good and loving and caring and Christian and uh, positive of a nation this is. This is a nation of optimism. And so we just say thank you for tuning in. We say thank you for always being there for us and we want to be there for you. You said we want more good news. We check the comments. We read the emails. You said we want more good news. And so we will always do Good News Friday and this show is no exception. If you want more good news and great content, some content that uh, might get you canceled on other platforms, please head on over to Parlor for our exclusive show on Parlor every week called The Left Can't Meme. This is where we show you the memes that would probably get you kicked off, get you a strike on any other channel. We have a riot over there. It's amazing. This week's episode is about Robot Joe Biden, of course. We covered Robot Joe Biden. Head on over to Parlor for this week's episode of The Left Can't Meme. Our first story today, ladies and gentlemen, take a stand and put your hand over your heart and say, ah. Things are going to be right again in the world because the signs and wonders are aligning. The stars have christened in the sky and Republicans took the field last night to show you exactly a sign of things to come in November. Republicans just absolutely bodied Democrats on the field last night. The playing field, the baseball field, every year there's a congressional baseball game. Republicans team up and Democrats then team up and they go head to head. They play at Nationals Stadium. They play on a major league ball field. This ain't kitty ball. This is real baseball, folks. Although some of the plays are extremely humiliating and Democrats utterly humiliated themselves in a 0-10 to loss last night. An absolute blowout. Democrats haven't been this blown out in Washington, D.C. since Bill Clinton was in the Oval Office. And here we have a image from the stands. There is lots of trolling going on in this game. Let's go, Brandon. Were the jerseys of some of the Republican staffers. Typically, the audience is made up of members of Congress and the staffers that sit there and watch the game, and it becomes quite a bit of a festival. The uh, crowd jeers at each other. They get a little bitter at each other. They're, they're, They're angry. They're yelling. Emotions run high, but it is a time for Congress to come together and to take a bat to the other side. (laughs) Maybe more of this in Congress. 
Who knows? It is amazing to watch Democrats humiliate themselves and embarrass themselves nationally on the field of play. We see Democrats embarrass themselves at the White House. We see them embarrass themselves in Congress. It is wonderful to watch them embarrass themselves on the baseball field like this. shot down third there as Aguilar couldn't come up with it play. as he Aguilar and uh, Ossoff switching places right my kid my like two-year-old has more coordination than who that was I don't even know, I don't actually know who that was I'm not sure if you're listening to the podcast only version of this show the audio only version of the show whoa Democrats just cannot handle the ball and it gets worse watch this he'd be upset if we <laughs> did, 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 don't want to give him the costume uh, his private run that's right <laughs> two and0 from Ossoff the Official major league uniform, crime dog on the mound, into the wind. Swing by Stuby and he popped him up. He didn't like it. Huffman, who's going to get it? Oh, drops it. Huffman oh, drops it. <laughs> I don't pretend to be some type of like great athlete. I played football. I played baseball. I ran track in college, in uh, in high school. I was never, I was never too great at any of them, you know. But you would grow up in Iowa. There's not much to do, so you play sports. And I got to tell you, yo, that that is some humiliating play right there. That's some embarrassment right there inside of Congress. The Democrats, of course, got walloped, and they weren't taking it too well. This is supposed to be the, this is supposed to be the time when the congressional baseball crew comes together and just just hugs each other right they're on the same playing field you see happy sportsmanship you're like hey we're all out we're all members of congress we're from different teams but we're all here for america and we're all here to make america a better place except for uh, there's a member of congress named linda sanchez from california and she i think she got a base hit or something now she is um, not able to run the bases. We'll 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 let you decide why. We don't actually know. We don't know Linda Sanchez, but maybe you can watch the video and decide for yourselves. She wasn't able to run the bases. She needed a pinch runner, and so when she was heading back to her dugout, she had let's say a less than family friendly or collegial uh, interaction with the Republican bench. Watch this. To lead off the inning, we'll get a pinch runner down there. The fist bump. We'll get an eye on who the pinch runner is going to be. It looks like it's going to be Jeffries. And she will come off to a nice ovation. Well, not much reaction from the Well, when she comes back around. Okay, so bit of a bit of a flip in the bird there to the Republican side of the aisle. It is the Democrats who are so perfectly represented there by Linda Sanchez from California. Linda Sanchez from California is like a fantastic distillation of the modern left. She's a nasty slob. She is someone who is petulant. And if she's not winning and getting everything that she wants, if she's getting blown out because she's so unpopular and untalented at this, then 
she's just gonna flip off the other side and became like behave like a nasty, awful slob. That's exactly who she is, and we're glad that she did that actually because that's the perfect distillation of the modern day left. So, good job, Linda Sanchez. You are now in Cooperstown. That image is all over the internet, and it is a total and complete humiliation to your side, and you were blown out. We think this is a sign of things to come in November. We think this is a sign from the stars down upon us. 10-0, Republicans. Bravo to you. Democrats are going to need more than a bat and a middle finger to keep Republican majorities away from investigating Joe Biden after this recent bombshell, a massive one breaking yesterday. We wanted to lead off because it is Good News Friday with some good news, but ladies and gentlemen, this is truly the meat and potatoes of today's show. Welcome to the month of July, or as we call it on this show, MAGA Month. This is a month where we celebrate America and our founding, the 4th of July, fireworks, grilling, drinking beer, and you know what's another amazing American tradition? Gold. That's right. America used to have a currency that was backed by gold. That's what prevented out-of-control inflation back in the day. Did you know that George Washington actually held an enormous amount of gold personally in order to ensure his investments. Be as smart as George Washington and invest in something with physical value. I'm talking physical gold for my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals from Birch. I did this and my family got in the mail. Physical gold and silver delivered securely to our home, and now it's in our bank account, and we've never felt more secure. And it's all because of my friends at the A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, five-star reviews, thousands of satisfied customers, Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898 to go gold. Be as smart as a founding father, ladies and gentlemen. Birch Gold. Joe Biden, while vice president, met with at least... 14 of Hunter Biden's business associates, according to Fox News. Fox News, breaking news. Take it away. Fox News Digital reporting that President Biden met with at least 14 of Hunter's business associates while he was vice president. Now, the New York Post taking aim with today's front page. The paper reports that Hunter's business partner referred to President Biden as, quote, the big guy. Griff Jenkins live in Washington with the details. Good morning, Griff. Good morning, Dana. The identity of the big guy has been the subject of much speculation as part of the ongoing grand jury probe into Hunter Biden's dealings. Now, according to the New York Post, one of Hunter's business partners named James Gilliar appears to have referred to Joe Biden as the big guy in a message on the same day the Post broke the news of the infamous laptop left behind by the president's son. Now, this comes as a Fox News digital review shows at least 14 of Hunter Biden's business associates met with then Vice President Biden, ranging from Mexican billionaires to a former Colombian president to Ukrainian and Russian energy executives. Yet Biden consistently denies it. I have never spoken with my son about my business dealings. That's what Joe Biden wanted to say. What Joe Biden actually says is, true international pressure. That's what Joe Biden actually says. What the cue cards say in front of him are, I've never met with my son's business partners. Repeat the line. You've heard Joe Biden repeat that line over and over and over again. Yet, Joe Biden actually did meet with members of Hunter's business associates 
from Mexico, Ukraine, China, Kazakhstan. And of course, as vice president, he met with some of the most nefarious leaders in the world that were giving his kids millions. Two of Hunter's Mexican business associates, Miguel Vasquezo and Miguel Mangani, visited the West Wing on February 26, 2014, according to the Obama White House visitors' logs. And Joe was later photographed with Hunter giving Valseco and Manjani a tour of the White House's Brady briefing room. Oh, okay. This is called pay to play. It's openly illegal. What they did was they profited off of Joe Biden's office and Hunter Biden was the bag man. He, he wasn't too smart as, you know, as, as Frank Costanza would say, you know, my, my boy ain't smart enough to hatch a scheme like this about George, but here we have. Hunter Biden, bag man, hoovering up around the world, bags of cash from the worst people on planet Earth. And Joe Biden is the one who is ordering it. Again, you can't prosecute Hunter without prosecuting a total and complete criminal conspiracy uh, about the Biden crime family. And we actually have an amazing, amazing interview with Cash Patel coming up on this exact fact. We're very excited about that. That will air next week. Jesse Waters had this to say about it. We're a big fan of Jesse's show. He went to town and also asked a very important question. Listen. Joe flew his son to China, where he cut deals. The Biden families have made millions in China. It's been reported everywhere. And Joe meets with Hunter's business partners all the time. Joe Biden's met at least 14 of Hunter's business partners that we could find. Here's an email from Hunter admitting it. Quote, I've brought every single person you've ever asked me to bring to the effing White House and the vice president's house and the inauguration, and then you go completely silent. What is the implications here? People do political favors for each other all the time. That's what politics is about. So what are the implications here? And why do we say treason? Treason defined is to have a loyalty above your own country, a loyalty to another nation, that is above your, to act out against your nation, to be duplicitous in your actions against your home country. That is what a treasonous person is. Now, what we will reveal in our next story about Hunter Biden and his text messages is that Hunter Biden was treasonous. Hunter Biden was negotiating deals with CEFC. CEFC is the Chinese energy conglomerate of which Hunter Biden had a huge stake in, of which they had a huge stake in Hunter Biden's dealings, and Hunter Biden was facilitating deals to buy Russian gas and oil fields through the Rosneft Russian oil giant and making sure that China and Russia were good. Russia got billions of dollars. They needed the cash inflow. And then China gets to be energy independent, which it is not that weakens American oil refining, that weakens America on the world stage, that strengthens China militarily, that strengthens Russia militarily. Hunter Biden was openly dealing with Russian oligarchs who are proxies for Vladimir Putin and openly dealing with the Chinese Communist Party, making them rich, making them strong, making them dangerous. And when American soldiers are on a battlefield with China and Russia, we're not saying it's bound to happen, but damn it, you can look at the world right now and see that it may. Who do you have to blame? 
for making China and Russia stronger. What word would you use for a family that made China energy independent? That allowed for them to fuel their tanks and aircraft carriers and jets easier with Russian gas. You would call that treason, aiding and abetting the enemy. It is the highest crime a president can commit, and we believe that the Bidens have committed it. We say treason. Now, all of this evidence is found inside of Hunter Biden's own personal communications, images, photos, bank records. And that is what the GOP is going after right now. And you are going to see a sign of things to come when you listen to Matt Gates in this next clip talk to the FBI's, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, the FBI's cybersecurity top official about Hunter Biden's laptop. See if you can spot the bombshell here. If the adult offspring of the president of the United States or the vice president were compromised, that would be a national security threat, right? We speak through our filings in court, uh, and we speak through our actions in in, in open court. Um, so I would okay, well, speak I would to this. Where's the in, laptop? In that position. Do you know where Hunter Biden's laptop is? Again, I'm not going to talk about any potential well, ongoing investigation as I sit here. Do you know where it is? I'm not going to talk about any ongoing investigation You come here and you tell us you follow the facts in the law, but you can't even follow a laptop that you guys have had for three years. We follow the facts in the law and we speak in open court about our yeah, cases. but you aren't speaking about this, but you know who is speaking about it? The whistleblowers from the FBI who've gone to, to Senator Grassley and said that you guys purposefully take any information that is, that is derogatory about Hunter Biden and you go and rat hole it so that you never have to speak about it in any circumstance. But the good news is you're not the only ones with that laptop. Yes, Matt Gates has actually entered the laptop into the congressional record. It is now a part of the National Archives, Hunter Biden's laptop. And so that man, the Assistant Attorney General for National Security at the DOJ, my uh, producer has corrected me, he doesn't actually work at the FBI. He works at the Department of Justice for Joe Biden, which is, uh, by the way, become a total and complete political appendage of the White House and their campaign against truth and justice. Equal justice before the law? What would happen if Don Jr. was making deals with Putin in China? He'd be in the Guantanamo Bay cell on the moon inside of the deepest crater on the dark side of the celestial body. Trust me on that. They would they would take they would remove Don Jr. from this earth if he was negotiating to make Russia's military stronger and Chinese bank accounts stronger and both of them able to combat America on a battlefield. That's exactly what the Bidens did, and the Bidens are guilty of treason. And everyone damn well knows it. You can hear it in their voices. That assistant attorney general for national security at the DOJ, that homie just admitted that the Hunter Biden laptop is under ongoing investigation. That's because they know they have to get rid of the Biden family. And they are now suddenly going to admit that the Biden laptop is real and that the crimes on it will be used to jettison this decrepit, diseased, syphilitic family from the White House. And they're going to do a deep clean on that. You can see the deep clean happening with Corrine Jean-Pierre, who does not have uh, enough brain cells to put together like a, a, an actual functional argument. So what she does is she reads the talking points. Corinne Jean-Pierre's greatest press tactic, greatest oration tactic from the podium is this. 
You may have mentioned to the Chinese president regarding fentanyl and also relatedly on the China call. Online business records suggest that the first son still holds a 10 percent stake in a Chinese investment fund. Is it possible to have basic transparency there on whether he actually divested that stake or not? So your last questions, I would refer you to his representatives. It's not something that I can speak from, speak about from here at the podium. On your first question, fentanyl, the two presidents discussed this issue, the fentanyl issue that you just brought up, and tasked their teams to continue follow-up on today's conversation. In the past, the PRC has been responsive to the United States' concerns about the shipment of fentanyl and analogs directly to the United States. We would welcome additional PRC attention to addressing illicit drug and precursor chemical trafficking. This is an area where the U.S. and PRC interests actually align, and so we're going to continue those conversations. I would like to direct you to Hunter Biden's attorney. Please see the Communist Rhinese Party platform. Joe Biden is in great health. You did not see small glowing red lights from inside of his eyeballs earlier this week when he talked about insurrection in a robotic voice and didn't blink for 17 straight minutes and then was put back in a box and had a charging cable put into his brain. She's so bad at this, all she does is read. All she does is take her little talking notes and read. Again, again, as I am reminded by producer ALX, who is a huge Seinfeld fan, my boy George ain't clever enough to hatch a scheme like this. The famous Frank Costanza line about his son George. Karine Jean-Pierre ain't clever enough to pull a sake and come up with some type of rhetorical flourish to get the Bidens out of this. They're scared. It's scared. They're scared. They know that this is the bomb. It's why you're not allowed to talk about it. It's such a huge scandal. It's treason. It's treason. It's why you're not allowed to talk about it. It's such a big scandal that it actually takes down so many different organizations and so many different institutions of our federal government that they all must be complicit in silencing and siphoning this story off into the misinformation and disinformation category. And we saw that with Chuck Grassley's dealings this week. Chuck Grassley began the week by saying a whistleblower said the FBI shut down the investigation in Hunter Biden's laptop because you're not allowed to know about it because it's too devastating to the machine. The machine must have your faith. You mustn't know the crimes of the machine. Ignore the evidence of your eyes and ears is the final command of the party, George Orwell would say. The machine has to protect itself. The DOJ, the FBI, the administrative state, their organs are failing. That is why you cannot know about this. You cannot ask the question because the answer would collapse the entire system. And so they want you to read the talking points. They want you to read the notes. We won't read them. Karine Jean-Pierre was asked directly about Hunter Biden the Chinese government, and the facilitation of the Chinese infiltrating the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve. Should it exist? Many of you watching would probably say no. And if you're watching right now on Rumble, we just want to say, what up? 
If you're watching on YouTube, what's up? On Facebook, we love you. We thank you for your support of this show. We will speak the truth. Corinne Jean-Pierre will not. Check it out. Uh, she about the findings of that congressional investigation that the Chinese were trying to infiltrate the Federal Reserve over the last couple of years. We don't. I, we don't have anything to share on that. Okay. Beyond uh, beyond the uh, the readout that you all got. Oh, the Federal Reserve getting infiltrated. This was a bipartisan study. These were Democrats too that were saying, "Hey, wait a second. Our number one, our number one fiscal policy making organ, the Federal Reserve." Again, you probably hate the Federal Reserve. You probably don't like that, but it is what it is for now. The Federal Reserve is the number one fiscal policy-making organ in America, had a full-on institutional attack by the Communist Party of China in order to control it, and Corinne Jean-Pierre has nothing. she got nothing. You know why she's not going to answer a question about China? This next story. Check this out. Hunter Biden admitting treason. It's right there in black and white. We're going to read his text messages to you. They don't want you to see these. They don't want you to publish these. And very few have the balls to do so. And the iron spine to do it, we will. You asked for it. We listen to you. You're our audience. Read it and weep. It's in black and white on your screen. The Biden family committing treason. Hunter's house of cards. First son confided to his lover, Haley Biden, who's also the the widow of his dead brother. What a sick... These sick freak families, man, find Jesus. Find Jesus soon, man. Holy smokes. This family is such a bunch of absolute predators for the for your brother's, your dead brother's widow. Man, that's who Haley Biden is, just in case you're wondering. He's feeling pressure because of his suspected involvement in brokering an oil deal directly with Putin and his missing Chinese partner, just as Joe is about to run for president. This ain't ancient history. This is now. So here's Hunter Biden. There's Haley Biden on screen, and he texted her. We'll put the text up on screen. You can go ahead and see it. It's in the article. Hunter Biden complained to his sister-in-law and one-time lover, Haley Biden. That that message alone, that's enough alone to get you to be like, oh, gross. Remember, the Bidens are supposed to be restoring the soul of America. Uh Uh-huh. Restoring the soul of America. Hmm. As long as that soul allows you to bang your dead brother's wife. What a bunch of freaks. And this family is just more repulsive every day. And I, I've, I've had enough. I mean, I really, I've had enough. These, these stories are so gross. I've seen enough of Hunter Biden's crack. Uh, I've seen enough of Hunter Biden's other crack. I've seen enough of this family, man, these freaks. They're bad people. Hunter Biden said in a text message, said in a text message, yo, hey, in December, 2018 to his brother's Widow and his lover, Haley Biden. He was upset and worried and having a panic attack because of his failed deal to purchase $9 billion stake in a Russian oil firm, Rosneft, by CEFC. That's the Chinese oil conglomerate. Haley Biden was advising him to calm down. Hunter Biden said that he feels bad and is super worried that his house of cards are falling in as his father prepared to run for president. His business partner was Ye Jiaming. He's the chairman of CEFC. This is the Chinese oil conglomerate. Don't get it twisted. Pretty simple. Hunter Biden was negotiating a deal with the Chinese and the Russians. 
Why did they need Hunter Biden? Well, one, because Hunter Biden was the son of the vice president, carried some weight. Two, because the Russians and the Chinese naturally hate each other. They're not friends. They're natural enemies. And it is very bad when they become friends because if they team up, then they can really combat a unipolar American century. American hegemony is at stake. Hunter Biden is getting paid by the Chinese government. Here's how it works. The Chinese government, commies, step in and say, hey, we got some crackhead derelict banging his dead brother's wife over here. He's a complete piece of garbage. He has no morals. He's a complete and total F up. We're going to give him a little bit of cash and he's going to go do our dirty deals around the world. The reason we're going to give him a little bit of money is because his last name carries weight. People will listen to him. His father was vice president. We were able to get everything we wanted out of the Obama administration. We'll be able to use him to grease the skids here. Let's go buy a bunch of Russian oil fields. And that's what the Chinese set out to do. Hunter Biden having a panic attack because he realized that one, that's just utterly illegal. It's treasonous. You're making the Chinese military and the Chinese economy and the Russian economy, all of which want to destroy America, stronger, more stable, more independent. And then, of course, you're sabotaging your own country's energy independence. And Joe Biden has continued that trend. Treasonous. I find myself, because I've chosen to alienate my family, friends, and employees, and my kids, very alone in dealing with rebuilding an income that can support an enormous alimony for my kids and cost for myself, he wrote to his brother's widow in 2018. I'm reading you his text right now. These are Hunter Biden's own words. He added that he was dealing with the aftermath of the abduction and the likely assassination of my business partner, the richest man in the world, the arrest and conviction of my client, the chief of intelligence for the People's Republic of China and the U.S. government in retaliation of the Chinese in an ouster and arrest of the U.S. suspected CIA operatives inside of China, my suspected involvement in brokering the deal with Vladimir Putin directly for the largest sale of oil and gas inside of Russia and China, a tax bill that Eric Schwerin, Hunter Biden's colleague, left hanging over my business. And my dad's running for president. That's his text. It's there. Read it for yourself. That's it. I got nothing left to throw on my desk. I already tossed out my papers. I got nothing left to throw. I don't want to do any damage to our equipment. Here, here's a remote. There, I threw the remote. I'm sick of it. I threw the remote. I still got hot coffee in my mug. I would throw my mug. I don't want to destroy our equipment. I don't want to destroy our studios. Thank you for helping us build a studio here, by the way. I'm so upset. I'm so angry. Sam, I need a moment. Is the Sam came up? Okay, give me a second. I'm so angry. I'm so furious about this right now. Sam Cam. I'm pissed. This is the Sam Cam. This is why I'm not throwing my coffee. Thank you for helping us build the studio. God bless all of you. We will preach the truth. We will do it every day. We will do it relentlessly. I'm so upset. In this text message, Hunter Biden admits a couple of things. One, He's doing business deals with Vladimir Putin and the spy chief of China. He says it in his own words. Oh, Benny, that's a little... (laughs) Benny, there's a little bit of a rhetorical flourish there. The spy chief is... He said it! It's in black and white. Blue and white. Because it's an iMessage. Then he's upset about tax fraud. And he's upset because he committed treason. He's upset because he's a scumbag, derelict father. He's on drugs, and then his dad's running for president. He just says it all there in a text message. There it is. There's your bombshell treasonous text message. Yo, he says he's doing deals with Vladimir Putin, 
and the spy chief of China. Lock him up. The spy chief of China. Lock him up. There's the text message. There it is. The Daily Mail had the cojones to publish this, and we do too. They don't want you to see it. They don't want you to see it. Is there a photo of the spy chief of China? There he is, right there. There they are. There they are. The right-hand man, Patrick Ho and Ya Ming. There they are on your screen. These are Hunter Biden's business associates. They've been locked up, perhaps assassinated. Who knows? The guy on the right paid Hunter Biden a $1 million retainer when he was arrested over bribery charges. What were these bribery charges? You're going to love this one. I'm running out of things to throw, Sam. I'm so upset. You're going to love this one. He was arrested by U.S. authorities for negotiating a deal with Iranian arms dealers to get around U.S. sanctions that Joe Biden passed. These are Joe Biden's U.S. sanctions. Hunter Biden is not only smoking crack off the asses of hookers. That's a law that is passed by his father for mandatory sentencing of five years for every quarter's worth of crack. Hunter Biden, many many quarters worth of crack. Hundreds of thousands of black men rotting in federal cells right now for doing a scintilla of what Joe Biden did based on Joe Biden's laws. Of what Hunter Biden did based on Joe Biden's laws. Correction there, sorry. Here you have Hunter Biden actively helping Communist Party members get around Joe Biden's and Barack Obama's sanctions on Iran. Yo, why is this man walking free? Why is this man able to still breathe the sweet air of this glorious country? Why is he walking free? He should be in a federal cell at this, in the core of the earth. You should be able to feel the heat of the magma. He's buried so deep inside of a federal penitentiary high security prison, man. The deal eventually fell apart, but just Hunter Biden's desire to structure this deal should be enough to lock him up forever. Repulsive and sickening. Now we know who the big guy is. Another massive bombshell from this week. Hunter Biden's business partner called Joe Biden the big guy in panicked text messages attempting to cover up their crimes. This according to the New York Post. One of Hunter Biden's former business partners referred to Joe Biden as the big guy in a panicked text message the same day as the Post broke the infamous laptop story. James Gilliard. James Gilliard is the man who has been referred to many times as the bag man for the Biden family. This is somebody that we know. He's a former British Special Forces officer with ties to the UK intelligence services. He said that Joe Biden is the big guy. Why is that relevant? Well, because Hunter Biden has set aside stakes in communist Chinese energy firms, 10% for the big guy. It's famous now. 10% for the big guy. It's like you can say that. you You can go hang out with your bros, sit on the back of a tailgate, drink some bush light with some shotguns, chill out. I don't know what you do on Saturday nights. That's what we used to do in Iowa in a cornfield. Start a bonfire. And if your buddy, like... If you, you, if you ask your buddy for beer money, he'd be like, hey, 10% for the big guy. You can say that now. That's so well known. 
It's such an obvious and open secret that Joe Biden is the big guy and was taking massive cuts in Chinese energy company deals. It is such a disgrace to our nation. And now it has been confirmed. Hunter Biden said Joe Biden was the big guy. James Gilliar is saying Joe Biden is the big guy. And Tony Bobulinski is saying Joe Biden is the big guy. This is the man who you may recall went on Tucker Carlson's show, gave all of his devices to the FBI. What happened? Memory hole. Guy, see ya. Poof. Gone. What happened? It is time for Schedule F. What do we mean by that? Very important. Execute order 66. Schedule F is Joe Biden's solution to this. Why does everything that's handed over to the FBI, including Hunter Biden's laptop, which they've had since 2018, including all of the phones of Tony Bobulinski, including these text messages, and I will read them to you from James Gilear. Gilear asked if Hunter and Joe or Joe's campaign would try and make it, oh, we were never involved, and basically try and make us collateral damage. This is Gilear, who's 58, who's a Brit, a British national, saying openly, are they going to scapegoat us and throw us into the federal penitentiary at the center of the earth? I don't know how this would work for them, Gilear responded in a text message reviewed by the Post. I think that scenario, that he wins, and they would just leave us sleeping dogs lie. If they lose, honestly, I don't think that the big guy, Joe Biden, really cares about that because he'll be too busy focusing on the other S he's doing. We try not to curse on this show. It's a curse word. The identity of the big guy has since formed part of the grand jury investigation in Wilmington, Delaware. What does this mean? It means that Joe Biden is facing treason charges and criminal conspiracy charges in this Delaware probe into the Hunter Biden finances and the overall criminal conspiracy. And this is why we call for Schedule F. Sorry, I got off on a sidebar there. I was reading to you from the New York Post article. It is currently on your screen. Schedule F is what we found out last week. And what we know through talking with Cash Patel and Rick Grinnell is Joe Biden's worst nightmare. The thing that protects Joe Biden is the permanent state. It is the layer upon layer upon layer upon layer upon layer upon layer upon layer of criminal DNC apparatchiks whose job it is is to uphold the machine. Uphold the machine. We must defend the machine. That's the job of these people. They are, they are criminally complicit, like inside of a mafia organization or inside of the communist, the communist Party of Russia. It's an incredible miniseries on HBO called Chernobyl. And it will show you how many layers were complicit in the cover-up of the greatest nuclear meltdown in human history. This is what's happening inside of our own government. They are no better or less evil than the Soviet party system. Hear me on that. It's why they must be destroyed. It's why we must rip down this diseased temple. Schedule F, Donald Trump's plan to do this is why I will support Donald Trump in 2024. Not that that was a question, but I want to be on the record saying it right now. This is how you defeat the monster. Schedule F says we're going to fire, we're going to change the employment encoding, the employment rules for 50,000 plus federal workers. And the president is going to have the chance 
to tell those workers to hit the bricks, pal. And what does that mean? That means that the president of the United States will be able to fire layers upon layers upon layers upon layers upon layers of corruption from inside of the Department of Justice, inside of the FBI. They'll be able to start over. All of the functions of the FBI could be currently and right now given to the federal marshals and to the Secret Service. You could literally just start over. The FBI, did you know this, is an executive order. And what can be done by the pen can be undone by the pen. Get the pen and just say, no more FBI. And those guys show up to work with empty boxes to clean out their to clean out their desks. Could you imagine what a glorious day that would be? And you take that hideous cement FBI building in Washington, D.C., and you, I don't know, turn it into a bowling alley for all I care. I'd go bowling there every day of the week. Could you imagine? That is why you should consider supporting Donald Trump 2024. You probably already are. But if you don't like Trump or if you didn't like his style, then you should at the very least look at his policies. The policy of disrupting, nay, destroying the permanent state in the federal state in Washington is the only and most important policy right now in the country. This is how Joe Biden and his open criminality has been allowed to persist for so long. He has utilized the alphabet boys, meaning the FBI, the DOJ, and all the other alphabet, ATF. You know, why isn't the why isn't ATF have Hunter Biden shackles right now? You see all the photos of him with his gun on his naked leg? Sickening. I, I, I've just purchased a couple firearms here in Florida. Uh, I had to do all of the... I just did a background check for my concealed carry yesterday. I was asked multiple times in this process if I'm addicted to substances, illegal substances, what Joe Biden would call a mandatory sentencing substance like crack. Hunter Biden had to do the exact same thing. Hunter Biden lied. Hunter Biden should be in shackles right now for that lie alone. And then he should be locked away with no key for what he's done, treasonous, treasonous actions here in America. He committed treason. That's the way we see it. And it's the way the voters see it. New lows for Joe Biden with Hispanic voters, which, as we have found out in recent interviews with the CEO of Goya, the number two largest population of Hispanics or Latinos in the world is here in America. Wow. The Hispanic poll said that, his, that Joe Biden has a 19% approval rating among Hispanic voters? Yo, maybe you just, just stop calling people chalupas. Take it away, Hispanic polling. Democrats losing a huge, classically reliable base with a Latino vote. A new Quinnipiac poll finding that President Biden's support among Hispanics is just 19% right now. Whoa. Okay, how do you recover from that? You don't. What if I did a poll of your wife? What if I did a poll of your girlfriend? And I said, hey, um, how much do you like your husband or your boyfriend? And you were like, 19%. 19% of the time, I like that person. Sam just got married. Sam's going on his honeymoon next week. Sam, what percentage do you love your wife? Is it 19%? <laughs> a little higher. A little higher, Sam says. <laughs> A little higher, Sam says. Do we have time for the Sam Cam? Sure, I'll put it up. Sam Cam? If Sam said 19%, if Sam said he loves his wife 19%, this would be the last time you see Sam. 
This would be the, you'd have a disappearance. You'd have a disappearance in the keys. Let me tell you what, I'm going to tell you that on the honeymoon. There'd be no more Sam cam. Sam, of course, loves his wife 100%. I was there at their wedding. They're a beautiful couple. His wife's also named Sam. So we have dual Sam cam. The point is, is that if you love someone, if you support someone 19%, that ain't good. That's the uh, end of that relationship. Joe Biden's approval rating is such with Hispanics. And I guess my only comment left on that is stop calling people by the food that they eat. Not great. Not good. Although you can call me T-bone, you can call me uh, T-bone steak anytime. You could also say, you could also say, uh, you know, you can also call me a slice of pepperoni pizza. That's fine. I like to eat that. But I also like to speak the English language. I don't like to speak the Spanish language because I don't speak Spanish. Jill Biden says, si se puede. Maybe you can let us know in the comment section. Do you speak Spanish? Si se puede, Jill Biden said. I don't have the clip ready. But si se puede is what Jill Biden says. What does she mean by that? Do you speak Spanish? Please let us know in the comments. Also, if you are a wife or a girlfriend, let us know what you would say if people call, if your if your husband or your boyfriend said that they love you only 19%. I have a uh, screenshot from the comment section here and Leonard Banander, Leonard Banander says, say 110% to be safe. If somebody asks you how much you love your life, Leonard, you're a very smart man. You're a very, very smart young man. Leonard, go in. 110% Leonard loves his wife or girlfriend. We don't know anything about Leonard, but we say Godspeed to you, sir. You're in for a happy weekend with whoever you choose to be happy with. Biden declares we're not in a recession after two straight quarters of GDP decline. Actually, Joe Biden didn't declare that. Joe Biden said, Werther's original. That's what Joe Biden said. Check it out. That doesn't sound like a recession to me. Thank you very much. Hey, President Biden walking out of the state dining room there after uh, refusing to accept that the country has slipped into recession. Trolling, trolling, trolling. What does Donald Trump say? He says, it's called a little bit of trolling. So we, it's called we do a little bit of trolling, right? Donald Trump said it. Fox News did it. Did you see the Chiron on screen? Did you see the Chiron on screen? It says, Joe Biden says we're not in a recession as U.S. slips into recession. Beautiful, beautiful uh, Chiron there, by the way. Uh, Gold Star, the based medal of the week. Based Benny medal of the week says to you, sweet Fox News Chiron writer, congratulations. You get an award. You get the based, the based medal of the week. Sam, can we play that clip one more time? Watch this Chiron at the very end as Joe Biden walks away. That doesn't sound like a recession to me. Thank you very much. Hey, President Biden walking out of the state dining room there after uh, refusing to accept that the country has slipped into recession. Biden denies recession as U.S. enters recession. Biden denies recession as U.S. enters recession. Mint it, put it on a plaque, and hang it on your wall. What a thing of beauty. Way to go, Fox News. It's called, it's called we do a little bit of trolling. Of course, Biden is now changing the definition of recession. They are exactly the party from 1984's Orwell book. Let me give you what the facts are in terms of the state of the economy, Joe Biden said at the ripe old age of 80. Number one, we've got record job, record unemployment today. 
Today we have created 9 million new jobs. You've created zero jobs, you old jackwad. You just got the jobs back. Zero new jobs have been created from Donald Trump's peak job creation performance in 2019. Then Biden wobbled off by saying it doesn't sound like a recession to me. Huh. That's interesting. Does it feel like a recession to you, ladies and gentlemen, as you're getting a gas nozzle right up the back end? When was the last time gas was four bucks a gallon, five bucks a gallon in your neighborhood? Does it feel like a recession when you come home from your grocery store run and your wife shows you the receipt and then she tells you that she loves that receipt only 19%? That is a bad sign. And by the way, saying number one, record job market and unemployment, those are lagging indicators economically. Any economic 101 major at a community college major. Any economics 101 minor at a community college will tell you those are lagging indicators. The last thing to go is your employees. I love I love our company here. I'm so proud of the team that we have. Huge shout outs to Jerry. Huge shout outs to Danny, ALX, Sammy, Sam. It's an amazing team here. Elijah and Nurse Kate. Fun company. Fun. Listen, man, we are out here just throwing haymakers every single day for truth. The last thing I would ever want to do is to have to be forced to get rid of an employee. Most business owners are moral people and they do not want to fire their employees who are good to them, who are like performing admirably. But businesses will be forced to do that when the economic conditions suffocate that business. And then you see layoffs. In the 2018 recession, 2018 2018 crash, you didn't see employment numbers collapse till a year later because it takes that much time for that pain to work itself through the system. And the last thing to go is your job. It sucks. It sucks. It's why we would like to simply ask this. And we would never, ever, ever ask. We know that times are super hard right now. And we do not, and and we will not ever ask for any, like, for any donations or anything like that. Some people do that. We would never do that. We don't do that. We won't do that. We will ask simply for this. Because we know that people can barely fill up their gas tanks right now. And we feel that. I'm a father of two. I feel the fear for my children's future. I am with you. I also am a small business owner and I feel the pressures economically right now. You try and give your employee a raise and it's like it doesn't even match the cost of inflation. It's impossible. So let me tell you the one free thing you can do to help us out. If you are watching right now and you want to help us out for free, you want to make our weekend, make our day heading into the weekend, just like the page, subscribe, particularly if you're a podcast listener, if you could find our show, it's called The Benny Show. You click subscribe. Man, that would mean so much to us. It doesn't cost you a penny. It doesn't cost you anything. But if you just click subscribe, I think the links are going to be in the feed. It's going to be pinned. It's going to be pinned in the feed. It's going to be pinned at the top of the comment sections if the platform you're watching on allows us to do that. Otherwise, it's going to be readily available there in the description of the video. If you could just subscribe to the podcast, man, that would make so, that would really help us out. We are number 15 today in politics on podcasts. And we just love this community. This is your show. This is our show. We share this show together and we want to be able to grow this community. It, it, it is a community centered show. We read your comments. We listen to you and we cover the stories you want to cover. 
And we are a family, we are a family show. We like our people are your people. And so ladies and gentlemen, that is a free way that you can help us out. And we are just deeply, deeply appreciative for you. And we just want to say thank you. And we'll say thank you by sharing with you our final story, an uplifting, warm-hearted story of incredible value. Look at this beautiful, beautiful team right there. That's the USA 4x100 women's track team. I think every member of that team is an open Christian, is a believer, and is a deep, deep advocate for American exceptionalism. Those members of that team, that member right there in particular, her name is Tabitha Diggs. What a patriot. What an incredible thing to see. They won their four by 400 meter Olympic competition. They are the world champions. They were racing in Eugene, Oregon this weekend, four by 400 meters, and they just absolutely destroyed. Look at them, draped in the American flag, proud of their country, excited for the future, just blowing the competition wide open, won by like 200 meters. You should watch this clip. We can't play it for you because these clips are uh, very highly copyrighted, and so our video would get dinged. We encourage you to go watch it. Sydney McLaughlin is one of those racers. Go follow her on social media. She's got a million one uh, Instagram followers. Check her out. One of the fastest women, maybe the fastest woman on the planet. The United States winning gold and so proud of their nation. Just like you should be proud of your nation this weekend. You should head into the weekend and you should be like, yo, I live in the greatest country on earth and the way we're going to save this country is the way we've always saved this country. The way we're going to defeat tyrants is the way we've always defeated tyrants. We are going to fight. It's not going to be pretty. Other generations have been able to just sit and to absorb the uh, uh, incredible birthright that was given to them and to not fight to maintain it. Some generations get to just sit back and say, hey, these are the good times. Let the good times roll. That always happens. Happens after the Civil War. It happens after the great wars of World War I and World War II. People sitting back fat and happy and saying, I'm just going to enjoy. There'll be no more fighting for me. That's fine. Some people do get to live inside of those really lucky times. That ain't now. Now is a time for the true battle. And the true battle is for the soul of America. There is a battlefield. There's a cultural war going on. There's a political war going on. America is the most powerful and beautiful country in the world. And of course, evil is going to want to fight for it. And so that's why we've got to be meaner than evil. And I know it sounds, sounds like a weird thing to say, but evil is relentless. It doesn't sleep. It marches onward forever. And it is tough to fight. And so we have got to accept the reality that there is no mushy middle in the culture wars. The culture wars has a winner and it has a loser. And that's why we do this show every single day. And it's why we work so hard on it. That's why we're so thankful to you, because you help us fight for this country, because you have your priorities in order. God, family, country. Those are the right priorities. We will save America, because we're free men and we're free women. We're born that way, and we're going to stay that way. Have a blessed weekend. God bless you. Thank you for watching. My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show.